This is Shop Talk Radio, episode 51, How to Create a Career in Art with your host, Nick Onkin. Welcome to Shop Talk Radio. I'm your host, Nick Onkin, and on this show, we bring you inspiring guests to dive underneath the hood of the creative entrepreneurial lifestyle to bridge the gap between art, commerce, and inspiration. What is up, Shop Talk Creatives? Welcome to another episode of How to Create a Career in Art, my mini-series. This episode is part seven, Get a Capital Job. It's a wonderful, beautiful, steamy day in New York City. Summer is here and been having a lot of fun. Been riding my bike through the city, which is one of my favorite extracurricular activities in New York. It's such a great way to see the city, get some exercise and run around. This last week was a good one. Got to regroup from my trip and catch up, kind of get back into the groove and the routines, get some working out done. And uh, coming up this week, I'm excited. I'm going to St. Martin to shoot a lookbook for my friend Satya, the hat maker. She is an inspiring creative entrepreneur, and she also is a Shop Talk guest here, shoptalkradio.com slash EP33. If you want to check out the episode we did together, but I'm looking forward to creating some beautiful art with her and her hat line upcoming this week. So to jump in to getting a capital job, this is something that I've always thought about and have always practiced throughout my whole career from when I started out doing graphic design to moving into photography. The biggest jump off the cliff into creative entrepreneurship and entrepreneurship in general is the security of having enough money to pay your bills. I think the biggest fear of myself and and of everyone going into this is not being able to make enough money to live while you're embarking upon the journey because the journey is a long one. In fact, 10,000 hour grind, as we talked about in episode 45, to reach a point of successful sustainability. But let's face it, when we begin our artistic adventure, we're pretty much in hobby status until our work garners the attention that it actually takes for people to pay for it. And to have this time to put into your 10,000 hour journey, the idea is to be able to have more time in a week to be able to do that. And when you're bootstrapping your business, which means investing in your business out of pocket without investors, you've got to buy yourself time, not only time, but money that you're putting into your business and Getting a capital job is the way to do that. And the trick is to cut as many expenses as you can, which takes sacrifice of not having certain life securities and comforts. I gave up a lot of things during the first few years of my artistic journey, including I lived in Seattle and my rent was three or 400 bucks a month and my total expenses were 600. So I gave up living a comfortable, cushy life of going out and partying and I stayed home. I didn't go out. I went out to eat maybe once every couple of weeks. I, I cooked at home. I cooked spaghetti and ramen and anything that I could, I would make meals that lasted three meals so that I could save money and save. I had a cheap Honda Civic that I was able to pay off and not have to pay car payments. So many sacrifices that I made through the journey. In my podcast with El Luda last week, which is a great one, episode 50, uh, you can check that out, shoptalkradio.com slash EP50. We talk about creating a sandbox 
of which you can practice your art and play. And getting a capital job is part of creating your sandbox because it, it allows you the structure to be able to live, but also practice your art. It's something that brings in money and keeps you financially afloat while you can build your business and your craft. When I was doing graphic design as my first career, I actually sold Cutco knives as one of my bridge jobs. And the other bridge job I had was being a waiter and a server at the Ye Old Spaghetti Factory. Oddly enough, both of those jobs gave me skills that I was able to apply to my business. And a couple of funny facts that you didn't know about me. The Spaghetti Factory was also a social outlet. And what was great about that job is it allowed me to work harder, get more tips, and make more money the harder I worked in a lesser amount of time. It was also a social outlet to talk to people because, as we know, graphic design, sometimes you get locked up in front of a computer for so long and so many hours that you need a social outlet. And for me, it was a good opportunity. I made a lot of friends there. But then when I transitioned into photography, graphic design actually became my bridge job, my capital job, and it allowed me to have a flexible schedule while working on my portfolio in photography and taking other smaller jobs and, and different things. I could create my own schedule with my graphic design projects. So the trick is to find something that, that you want to learn, you, you can be good at, find a job that's a little bit more entrepreneurial, even like serving or bartending, it gives you the time to work harder and make more money in the less amount of time that you're working. So with that, I want to give you five tips on capital jobs. The first tip is to make your capital job your bitch. And it's funny because I talked about this with Jordan Harbinger in a previous episode, and it's really about owning the job and not letting it own you. As with anything in life, you don't want to rent your life, you want to own it. And when you make your capital job your bitch, you're using it to your advantage. You're using it as a stepping stone. You're using it to learn, you're using it to make money, and you don't get consumed by the lifestyle and things around it. You use it to your fullest capacity. Serving jobs and bartending jobs are actually really, really great capital jobs because you can work hard and make a lot more money in less time. But the trick is to not get caught up in the lifestyle of going out every night after and partying and spending all your money on booze, which tends to happen. I've got caught up in that myself. And a lot of people tend to do that. I see it with a lot of my friends who have gotten into those types of jobs. And the truth of the matter is that every moment and every minute that you're not working at your capital job is time, money, and energy, especially that you can be putting into your craft and your business. And it takes a lot of focus to be able to say no to the social aspect of it afterwards, to be able to go home after work and get a good night's sleep so that you can get up in the morning and work on your craft all day and take that eight hours during the day, work on it, and then go to your capital job at night. It takes a lot of focus, but it can easily be done because if you're using your capital job as your bitch, then it's just a tool. It's a means to an end. And when you see it that way, when you take that perspective, then you can go into making those choices consciously. Number two, a capital job is meant to create more time and money. The framework idea of this more money 
less time scales no matter where you are and your career. And I still use that, that framework today. It's just bigger money and more time so that I can put that money and time into other projects that I'm working on, my own creative photography, personal projects and different things like that. The name of the game is to always be thinking, how can I make more money with less time? And I think future forward, even for myself, is how can I make more money with no time and not trade my time for money? So I'm also thinking of other businesses that I can scale in that respect. Number three, be proud of your capital job. A lot of times people are embarrassed. I was embarrassed that I sold Cutco knives at the time and that I was a server at the spaghetti factory going through it. And because as an artist, you want that cachet and you want that it's an ego thing. And and now looking back at it, it made my story even richer of having the weird quirky things. And funny enough, <laughs> looking back at it now, I probably would have got a lot more funny, weird jobs just to create a better story uh, because your story is what you have through the journey and your story is what builds your brand. Number four, a capital job helps you keep the money flowing and gives you the security not to be stressed out over money through the journey. And if you have something consistent, you have something that's making you money, then you're not going to have to worry about where the next paycheck is coming from because the grind is hard. And the grind takes a lot of time and energy and, and sacrifice. So when you're putting all your money into your business, then having a capital job helps you get through that and helps it flow. Number five, it gives you free business training. If you're making your job your bitch, as we talked about in number one, then you will see it from the perspective of learning everything that you can from every aspect, even, even if it's the really hard grunt work. Being an employee gives you the skills later to even learn how to be a boss. There's so many things you can learn in a workplace, so many things that you can take and apply to your own business down the road. And another great capital job, even if you're not making a lot of money, is to go work for an artist that you respect. And if you're getting paid a little bit, you're probably still learning a ton that you can apply to your own business, your own craft, and you learn the inside tricks and tips. So less money may be a good trade for more knowledge and more knowledge in the space that you're wanting to be in. So those are my tips on getting a capital job. I would love to hear from you how your journey has been. What kind of capital jobs have you had? Post those on the Twitter, Facebook. You can tag me on Instagram, at Nick Onkin, hashtag Shop Talk Radio. Would love to hear about your story and journey of how you made it. Everyone has a different story. Everybody has a different set of circumstances, different set of places and desires and hopes and dreams and what they want to do. So everybody's story is unique. So I'd love to hear that. If you enjoyed today's episode, love it if you could leave us a good review over on iTunes. Share the podcast on social media with your friends because at the end of the day, this podcast is to help you, to inspire you to unlock your inner creativity and your creative greatness. So with that, we'll see you next time.